trade deadline week. You gotta love it. No dunks here with the Athletic Network back in the Classic Factory like we never left. Because we didn't. No. Uh, I'm Skeets. We got Tass. We got Lily. And, well, when a trade happens, it's not Trey Kirby. It's the Southern Lawyer. We got ourselves a trade. <laughs> the hood up. Uh-huh. Uh, I told you I wish I had a southern hat. Yeah. Uh, all I got is this hood right now. <laughs> it's turned into a southern troll. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the hood on this is very short. Yeah. I was telling Laura last night, I had this sweatshirt on. Yeah, I'm a scumbag. I wore it two days in a row. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. I was telling her, oh, I think, the, I think the hood on this one is small, too. I've got another Michigan sweatshirt. Very small hood. And that's when it hit me. Maybe my head's just oh, gigantic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I just got a big old hand. There's a lot of collateral in there with all the hands. And we got uh, JD pushing the buttons over there. We had to fire up the emergency podcast, though, to really sink our teeth into this Blazers-Pelicans deal. Um, you know, it, the news broke while we were doing our daily show here on Tuesday, so we talked a little bit about it on the podcast. We also talked a lot about buyers and sellers at the trade deadline, but we were like getting pieces of information yeah. throughout that whatever it was, uh, 70, 80 minute sh- show. So let's get into what we know right now. Hopefully a third team isn't added to this <laughs> as soon as we stop recording. But the trade, the Blazers-Pelicans trade, Portland have agreed, in theory, according to reports, to trade <laughs> CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell to the New Orleans Pelicans in exchange for Josh Hart, Thomas Sadoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, good old Canadian boy, Gigi Lozada, a protected 2022 first-round pick, and two future second-round picks. So the question, everybody wants to know, Tess, when you got a deal, who won the trade? The New Orleans Pelicans won this trade. They get a legitimate score, and I'm disappointed in the package that the Blazers got back. I think if you want to claim to Damian Lillard, hey, we're trying to retool around you and we're going to put this team together, you have to get... One can't-miss player or pick. And I don't think they did. As much as I love Nikhil Alexander-Walker, <laughs> right. he hasn't shown it in New Orleans this season. Josh Hart, a great role player. Uh, but is this enough to convince Dame? The pick is my concern. It's top four protected going into this draft that is apparently a top four draft. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> There's four extremely talented guys at the top, according to John Hollinger. So listen, anything can happen with a draft pick, but it's not going to be top four. New Orleans was smart in protecting it. If it's five through 14, it goes to the uh, Blazers, Blazers yep. in this instance. Yeah. So I don't. I, I, I think for C.J. McCollum, I, th- I would just hope that they would get one guy or pick that's can't miss. Right. But the, the, the package that you mentioned, Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Watcher, Sadorowski, Lozada, first protected, and some seconds isn't enough for me, I, I don't think. But I, I like the outlook of the Pelicans uh, from this point. I don't think they gave up a ton because David Griffin was smart in doing that protection there. Yeah, if we were to throw some grades on this uh, from the Pelican side of things, let's start with them. We'll get to Blazers and what they're doing, obviously on the heels of the Norman Powell trade the other day. Um how are you grading this for New Orleans? Getting CJ, getting Larry Nance Jr., and getting Snell here for what they sent back. I'm giving them a B. I think it's good. Solid. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good uh You would have up. taken a B in class. You were not oh, an A Yeah, if they were throwing Bs out, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. taking a B for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, they get the best player. We always talk about who gets the yeah. best player. CJ McCollum is still a young enough player that he can go out there. He can give some scoring help. The Brandon Ingram has been pretty good this season, but they need that other guy who's like, okay, he can create, he can go and get his own. I think that helps them because this has been a pretty bad season for the most part for the Pelicans. But now they're in the playing race and they're like, let's 
let's see if we, we can make out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see if we can build something because I think so much of it is trying to also send a message to Zion, who obviously hasn't played so far, to say, like, we're trying to get you the pieces so that whenever you come back, maybe we see him this season, maybe not, we're going to have a team that can, can compete. You've got some, you know, veterans, some experienced guys and guys who can score. That's what they need. So, so McCollum and Valanchunas and then Brandon Ingram, obviously their star player without Zion out. You think there's something there? For sure. And they've definitely been competing in the last month or Absolutely. so. Uh, hey, you know, when really, Ingram plays, they're yeah. 11 and 5 in his last yeah. 16 games yeah. that Ingram's been on the court. Yeah. And I think Willie Green's done a good job considering where they started. So yeah. uh, I, I like that here. Now, this first round pick, as you mentioned there, Tass. So they keep it if it is top four for the Pelicans. So that's a pretty good little like, okay, we can keep that if we get a super high pick. Basically, after that, it goes to the Blazers or the Hornets. So I don't mind that. And, um, you know, for as far as the, the future here with the Blazers, to me, it's the symbol is they wanted draft picks and they wanted cap space. Yeah. It sounds good. Sounds <laughs> great. Right. But what are you going to do with that cap space? They don't have a great history of signing big free agents for one. And for two, have you seen the free agents available next season? Like Zach Levine's a free agent, but do they get him? I don't think so. So they have to now turn that cap space into something tangible if they plan on keeping Lillard, which... I'm not convinced they are. Yeah, you're not convinced. I know Tass is uh, not all that convinced either. But Trey, the one guy here, you think he's at least going to be signing the the huge max deal. And this idea, I guess the Blazers are trying to sell their fan base is we are retooling around Lillard here. Like we are getting all these picks and all these young players and having all this cap space to try and get someone of significance in there to pair with Lillard. That's the idea they're telling us. They might be lying, of course. But. Yeah, they're getting kind of middling first-round picks for the deals they've done so far, but, you know, if it works out right, that could end up being two top-ten picks. Maybe that's interesting for the Pistons. You know, you say, sure, we'll give you these two top-ten picks for Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant comes to the Blazers, and then suddenly you're talking about uh, signing him to a deal with this cap space you have. I don't think this means that Lillard is gone, but I'm also now seeing tweets from Joel Embiid saying time to run, time to ratio, time to counter. He's getting cryptic today. So who knows what's going on with the Sixers? That should be exciting to watch. But I don't think it's reasonable for the Blazers to expect to get a franchise-changing player for C.J. McCollum, a guy who's never made the All-Star team. So Mm -hmm. to get a first-round pick, I think, is good. And I think the best pick the Blazers are going to get from this is trading away their starter so that their pick gets worse and worse and worse. Right now, they've got, let's see here, they've got the eighth-best lottery odds, but the teams beneath them are all pretty solidly beneath them, except for the San Antonio Spurs, who are still trying to win maybe make a push for the play-in tournament, though maybe they could be active at the deadline as well. We shall see. Portland, though, needs to do as bad as they can to increase their chances of getting a really good pick and actually getting somebody who's big time for the future. Yeah, I just think this is the end for Damian Lillard in Portland because, yeah, if, if everything breaks right, maybe they get a great pick. Maybe somebody takes a package. But at the same time, they have to get good now. Right. I mean, Dame is going to be 32, and, or he's 32 already, and... He's vocal recently about saying, like, I don't want to play for a draft pick. I don't want to be in that boat. And the players that they have gotten back just aren't going to help him win a championship. And so is he going to wait? Is he going to wait? Of course, if they throw him a five-year deal, that's a max deal. Just like Lee Ellis is accepting Bs, of course he's accepting that contract. <laughs> he's accepting, he's signing it. Uh, but I think they uh, they just don't have enough around him to attract him to a long-term deal. I, I, I just think it's a teardown. I, I, he will sign the deal, sure, but I think they trade him before that even comes up. You agree with this? You think this is the... Like, okay, whether or not he actually does sign there, this big-term deal, yeah. like, 
is this almost like a, not how do I put this? Them doing these deals over the last couple of days, obviously trading Norman Powell, who was really good for them, at least you know this season. Uh, now McCollum, who's one of their best players outside of Lillard, trading these two guys for not a whole lot. Mm. I mean, this is the truth. Like, yes, some picks, some flyers on Keon Johnson, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I'm high on him, I get all that. But not a lot coming back. Is this them just saying, setting up the idea of like, hey, it's okay. Now, now we can move you. There won't be any blowback. I'm talking about Lillard, of course. Yeah. Because it's like, we've had to pick our decision. We had to pick our lane. We are blowing it up. And eh, I don't know, there'll be no like bad feelings. Now. Like His whole thing is, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm loyal to the core. I'll yeah. never, you know, like, like, I don't know. Now it's like, you can't blame them by any means because they've made this decision. They're like, just like, okay, we're tanking. Yeah. We're obviously tanking. I mean, he can't feel he's closer to a championship today than he was yesterday. I mean, they're going further and further because you might get a really good prospect in this draft. Let's say you get pick number one and six. Maybe you do, but those guys just aren't going to be ready to compete for a championship for three years, maybe four years, and then Lillard's at that point, 35, 36. Now, if he wants that super max, absolutely, that's on the table there for him, if that's what he wants. But clearly then he's saying, that is my priority rather than competing for a championship because I don't think he can have both. I think if he really wants to compete for a championship, his best chance now is to try to go somewhere else. He's going to get both. I think Trey's saying he's he's going to sign the $50 million deal, and then we'll say, 15 years in, man, I got to go. Now's the time. When, now that I got this $50 million deal, you can ship me out. When can he sign that deal? Because he's signed through 2024 plus a player after option that, after. Yeah. But well, he can probably sign that before that. Uh, wow. Well, I don't know exactly. but uh, <laughs> I think he can sign an extension that replaces the player option. Yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm, that's a long time from now. Yeah, I wonder. Obviously, he doesn't feel like he is any closer to a championship no. today. Uh, but Trey brings up a good point about the, the return on C.J. McCollum. Everybody uses sort of the benchmark for trades this year as Vucevic would garner you two first-round picks. Last year is what is what happened. That's what happened. So people are trying to get multiple first-round picks for their stars. But CJ McCollum is on a different level than even Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. I, I would compare Two-time him. Two-time All-Star at the time, Vucevic. Yeah, right. I would compare him more to Aaron Gordon, who got a top five protected pick in return uh, to the Orlando Magic. Mm. So that's essentially, uh, you know, the same package plus, you know, some some capable players, some players that have a future projection in this league. But to me, uh, this this screams of a similar Magic situation. Got to tear down that thing to build it back up. That's just the way it's going to be. They They have been middling for so long in Portland. The only way to really get better if you've traded McCollum and haven't gotten incredible return You've also traded Norman Powell. You're probably going to trade Nurkic, and it's not going to be a great return. It's to trade Damian Lillard. I think that would be the smartest thing for their fan base, and maybe they've softened the blow a little bit, as you said, right. by by showing that, hey, we're not a championship team. <laughs> it's, it's, it's clear now. This team wasn't it yesterday. Now we're even weaker going into the future, and yes, you can say, yeah, we've got cap room, but we've got draft picks to your fan base today. But that ain't true. I mean, they can't turn it around. Lee brought up the uh, their their recent free agency crop that they've gotten over the last decade. The biggest name that they've pulled, Evan Turner, probably. They just they just haven't been able to pull in a free agent. So that cap room, what is it? I mean, that's really it's nothing. They got to tear this thing down. I think they have a whole lot of guards on their roster mm. right now too. They got a weird team. They they want to lose games as we talked about. That's a no brainer. They're actually leaning into the tank at least this season. But they're not done making moves. Whether or not I think that includes Damian Lillard, like. 
does Joel Embiid know something we don't know? Is there a Sixers, uh, you know, <laughs> Blazers deal coming, or is he just trolling? Okay, <laughs> but would you think there are other moves still for Portland? And again, that's putting aside even Lillard being moved here in the next couple of well, days. Well, I, I think Josh Hart is one of those veteran players. He's an undersized guy who can rebound quite well. He's a he good defensive really player. He played really well for the Pelicans yeah, here, like and, under and so the radar. But. He's got a very weird contract uh, right now, and they can trade him for a, a straight-up one-for-one deal. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if they float him out there and say, who wants him for maybe another draft pick? Right, you know, right. So uh, in that sense, because I don't think he's a big part of their long-term future. And again, if you can get some more of that, then maybe that's, again, what you try to settle a little. Like, we've got all these picks and we're trying to give you something next season, perhaps. So I would guess that. And uh, and the other player, I mean, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he's a good young player. Yeah, yeah. But really, what's his ceiling? It's a bit hard to, to tell right now. Um, but it's a good asset to have because if he continues to improve like his cousin, Shea, then uh, maybe he could be something there for the Blazers in the future. Well, he's probably going to get a chance here. Yeah. He's going to get minutes. He's going to get an opportunity. and. Look, even what happened with Anthony Simons and the yeah. Blazers. Like, I mean, he wasn't playing a whole lot. He was, he was like here and there, and then suddenly they're like, here's a bunch of minutes, and they're like, oh, God. This Anthony guy might be a part of our future. He gets to be the new C.J. McCollum, and now Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets to be the old Anthony Simons. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. And you said the heart contract was weird. Do you just want to explain that? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot <laughs> yeah, here. Right? Yeah. Well, so uh, according to uh, Sport Track right here, yes. he's got a guarantee next season only uh, for, for $13 million, but uh, it becomes fully guaranteed on June 25 of this season, right? And then the following season, he has a player option for that same amount of money. So right. he's either got, you know, if they were to waive him or, you know, release him or whatever then uh, he wouldn't necessarily get that guarantee. But if he makes it to June 25 with whichever right. team he's on, he's guaranteed for next season, and then he has his option for another one. So there's you know quite a bit of money. There's $25, $26 million. But yeah, but I haven't seen that before that I remember where there's a non-guarantee, but then there's a player sure. option following that. Ah, that's, uh, our, that's our man David Griffin getting creative there in <laughs> New Orleans. He loves the creative contract. Speaking of David Griffin and what the Pels got back, I think he's, as we said, feels like he did pretty well Considering they have so many draft picks in the cupboard, and so giving up a, a protected first-round pick, even if it conveys this year, doesn't really hurt, I, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, to me, how good is this Pelicans team, really? It's a backcourt of probably C.J. and Devontae Graham, along with Zion Ingram and Valanchunas. And then you're rolling out, you know, you got a bench with Herb Jones and Larry Nance now. Mm-hmm. It's solid. Yeah. Is it a top six team? Are they are they sort of striving for mediocrity, or is it? I mean, I guess I guess they're taking a step. For me, they're taking a step to get better. Plus, they have all these picks, so they're not done, done, done. You know, this isn't they they haven't they haven't reached their peak of what they can attain. I don't think. Did Griff have to do this though to save his job to do something? I mean, interesting. Could have been he could have been looking at being moved out of there. I think um, if they and maybe still will. I mean, this is again he's taken he's not given up a whole lot from a column, so that's nice. And they are in the play-in because a bunch of these teams below them suck, and the Blazers are obviously out of the mix now. Um, 
But he may have got a little desperate, is what I'm saying here. He had to do something, and I, it appears to be good. I'm with you on a B. I think, uh, hmm. you know, that's the type of grade I'd be giving it. Yeah, I'll You've take You've been copying my homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking at your sport track or yeah. whatever the hell you're looking at over there. Uh, but I think so. I think he, his feet were to the fire a little bit. Yeah, maybe so, but I'll give this a little bit more. B+, plus, maybe even an A-, minus because to me, this means Zion is coming back this season, guaranteed. I don't think they make this trade if they don't think that they're going to at least be able to push into the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. They're there right now. They haven't made it yet in Zion. Zion's career and that was all that was like a talking point last year right it was like oh John Morant's already there in the playoffs and now look what he's done after getting a little bit of time uh in the postseason so I think it behooves the Pelicans to get some postseason experience getting McCollum for not much you know I mean like Tass is saying they've got a big uh asset chest to unload they've got a really low payroll right here and they really need some three-point shooting next they got to find somebody who passes the ball quite a bit because I think between Zion, Valanciunas, McCollum, and Ingram. Not a bunch of great playmakers. Ingram can be a pretty solid playmaker, but he wants to score first, just like the rest of the guys do. Even Devontae Graham. That's why I think Herb Jones probably steps into the starting lineup and stays there, bring Devontae Graham in. He likes to chuck threes, so that's a perfect Mm -hmm. spot for a six-man. So, I don't know. Pelicans are an interesting team to watch. People wrote them off, and I think the rest of the NBA did too because they started so poorly. So now you walk and you're like, oh, we're going to beat this team. But they've got some talent there Mm. that's able to scratch out some wins. They're going to be in the play-in tournament. It's going to be between them and the Spurs, and we'll see what the Spurs do this week. I was 100% guilty of writing off the Pelicans when they started 1-12 and and Zion wasn't playing, and you're like, okay. He may not even be playing in the entire season. And this is like, oh, this is embarrassing. This is a wash. You know, is Griffin, you know, is his job in jeopardy? And yeah, kudos to them for turning around. Mm. And Josh Hart, honestly, played a... He played a role in that. He, oh, yeah. He's been really, really good for them in whatever 40 games or so he played yeah. for them. I thought he was good at the Lakers, too. Like, just yeah. a, a tough guy who understood his role. Rebounds well yeah, for exactly. a guy's yeah, size. For a yeah. young 17 guy. rebound game this yeah, year. He's, right? had, he's had double digits in 15 games of, of rebounds. Yeah. So he nearly Wild. beefed, yeah, which is uh, <laughs> which is really good. But, yeah, so it's a, it's good to just have a guy like that, a veteran who has some value here in the in the next uh, 20, what, what, 36 hours, I guess, until the, uh, the trade deadline. And the Blazers might just do something. I'll be very interested to see, though, from Paul, now if they do anything with Nurkic yeah yeah right that's the big like thing. I said they have very few big guys on the roster yeah. and-, and Nurkic would be in demand I think a lot of teams I think the Hornets yep. could use him I think the Mavericks could use him uh, into the playoffs so there'll be some teams would be sniffing around there and uh you're not going to believe this. The Blazers say they're keeping Nurkic. They, they <laughs> yeah, want right. to bring him back. They definitely want to. Ego. <laughs> they have to trade him. They have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, I mean, th- there are teams that would. I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. And this is the time you, to trade him. When we were talking about buyers or sellers, like the elite teams, and I think it was you that had the Warriors, and you were like, "Oh, they could use a big." Because sure. we kept talking about, "Oh, could the Warriors be in play for a Sabonis or a Miles Turner?" And like, okay, amazing if they could, but like a level sort of down. From those guys, especially Sabonis, I think Nurk. Um, and what would it take? Well, you'd probably be giving up like one of your young prospects, like in a Moody or something like that, ooh. or maybe even a Wiseman. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm saying the Blazers I, I lo- should do that if that offer was yes. like oh, yeah. out there from the Warriors. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I wonder, yeah, the Warriors have a, a pecking order of their young guys. Kuminga, untouchable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Moody touchable in this instance? I mean, I, I think it seems like Wiseman is more untouchable to me. Yeah, maybe. Untouchable or touchable? I would say that Wiseman is semi-touchable. Yes. Moody fully touchable. Okay. Kuminga untouchable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, of course, for- it depends what player would be coming yeah, back sure. and sort of deal. Yeah. Fourteenth yeah. pick though, Moody last season. So that's if you can get a, four, a first round pick, who's that guy? I think you'd do that if you're the uh, Blazers. Blazers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're the Blazers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Blazers. I mean, again, look what they've just gotten returned for yeah. Powell and McCollum. 
two of their better players this season, especially if you take Lillard out of the equation. Yeah, the Warriors, uh, I, I mean, it's sort of like the Pelicans in a way where the Pelicans had Josh Hart contributing. They've got like 15 guys on their roster contributing legitimately. Well, you know, obviously Wiseman hasn't contributed. Moody hasn't. But they've got – they're just – they have their rotation. Yeah. yeah but yeah. they would love a backup big, for sure, just as insurance. Uh, and, yeah, it would be paying a lot because of the luxury tax. We want to get into uh, the right, right. numbers <laughs> uh, because Nurk makes them more than, than all those guys. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've found something with Kuminga. So maybe they're willing, yeah, to sacrifice one of these other younger guys. But – uh, yeah, I'd say Nurk gotta go. Gotta okay, go. So we were, fire sale. We were uh, fire sale. Fire sale. Um, so we were grading this, you know, anywhere from a, a B to even an A minus. I'm more. Um, I'm a B plus. Okay, okay. So we're giving it a <laughs> nice yeah, CJ McCollum's still not an all star. He's going to go down in history as a great non all star. It definitely feels like, but who knows? Well, no, I think it's over. I actually think, think his so? chances at it are over because now he's going to a team that's got an all star in Brandon Ingram. Zion is going to be higher on the. Uh, the marquee than CJ McCollum yeah. is as well, but he's a nice third guy, real nice third guy. You never Which know. Is he might have the perfect a... place for McCollum. He should be a third guy and not a second guy. I was gonna say he might uh, have the old Conley All Star appearance uh, still, uh, still in him, where he's on uh, a really good team and he's like the third guy. A bone and they throw. Have a, yeah, that was a hundred percent a bone yeah. throw with Conley. Uh, you mm. asked a good question right before we went live, and I think you got it. By Don't way say of, it, man. Uh, Don't say it. I think you It'll have change to. everybody's mind on him. Don't okay. say it. Everybody likes this guy. CJ McCollum or Tobias Harris? <laughs> you ruined it, bro. You Sorry, ruined it. You ruined all those positive opinions that people have. Who's better? Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're very similar. In the, in, in the, the good That's guys can go it. out there and get you the, the 20 plus. I'm guessing CJ's younger in this scenario, is he? Really? Is he? In, in this scenario or in Tobias life? Tobias Harris or CJ McCollum? is uh, a full on 31. Toby. I think Toby's oh, younger. Toby's younger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That changes uh, listen, your I, I would have liked um, uh, CJ on the Sixers. I, I think if, if I could change them out, I would. <laughs> right. I'd put CJ on and trade Tobias uh, out. So right, I right. guess CJ I, I would take. Okay. All right. Uh, and any uh, final grades, I guess, from the from the Blazers' side of things? If you're throwing a grade on it, uh, what letter grade are you giving it? I think uh, I started this emergency podcast with a C-, minus, okay. in my opinion. You've bumped it up a yeah, little bit. I, I, yeah, Trey kind of swayed me with the, the the what return are you getting back for C.J. McCollum. We're, we're just talking about C.J. McCollum and, and looking at what Aaron Gordon got back for, for the Magic. I went from my Vooch expectations to Aaron Gordon expectations, and this is more in line with that, uh, so a little higher. Okay, <laughs> I'm still disappointed. Here, here, here's I'm the still truth. disappointed. They should have traded McCollum a year or two prior when his value was way higher. Yeah. Yes. That's, they, that's the problem is that the, the the Blazers went to that conference finals yep. and they thought, we're a championship contender around Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. And Neil Olshay pushed his chips in on C.J. McCollum and gave him a huge deal and then was scrambling from then on, mm. then on out. It. Yeah. That was trading away Gary Trent Jr., who is now cheaper, younger, and better than Norm Powell, bringing in Robert Covington for two first-round draft <laughs> picks and bringing Nurkic back all these different times. So now you're seeing Joe Cronin literally go back in time and just okay, that was a bad move, so we're going to get back what we can for it. Yeah. And they're not able to get back what they put into it at this point. So, yeah, they're kind of going back to 2019 and trying to figure it out from there, but it's 2022. Are you saying Cronin's got the shillelagh of time? I think he does. I think he has smashed the shillelagh of time. (laughs) And we saw how that worked out. Oh, it worked out great. (laughs) Blazers Blazers, Blazers are going to win the title. 
Yes. You wouldn't so, know that. You don't watch yes. Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking more about the, the, the cap space. <laughs> Sounds great. But, you know, you could also ha- find another Evan Turner who, or a Carlos Boozer. Yeah, given- of course. It's what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. And you said, you're right. I mean, I'm, did you have a list in front? Like, it's Zach Levine. It's like, it's not, yeah, I mean, it's not crazy. Of the guys who aren't restricted, it's yeah. not very not very healthy out there there's a lot of guys who uh, are, are restricted but like Miles Bridges for example I, I would say that the Hornets are, are in the box seat to re-sign him right. um, so uh, yeah it's tough I'm about to cough so sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god I was trying to hold that off <laughs> oh, you're doing a pretty good job <laughs> <laughs> you like four or five sentences I, I know but I was I thought you were getting all choked up about the Hornets chances of keeping Miles Bridges it's an emergency <laughs> cough cast oh man live uh, streaming is great. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I live for this. Uh, yeah, hey, this man. is all I have. <laughs> uh, I hope you get, I hope you get a few more trades. Uh, we'll get more uh, trades. Sorry, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, yeah, well, yeah, the whole Neil O'Shea thing, very interesting. They they went through an investigation there in Portland. They found a reason to let him go. But Neil O'Shea was hanging on to his regime, to all the players he brought in. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's clear. And if he was let go for whatever reason a year prior, things may be different uh, in Portland. And it is unfortunate. CJ McCollum probably would have made the All-Star team last year if he stayed healthy. Yes. He had a great he was start. A he was ball. on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's also been a problem. He's, he's been injured like he was this True. season, last season. So yep. He was averaging 26 PPG yeah. before he got hurt. Thir- his first 13 games of the season, he was feeling good. And then things went awry, unfortunately. Right. Uh, but yeah, things things have gone south pretty quick. Sometimes you hang on a little too too much yeah. to those windows, and that's why if, if you hang on to Dame, I think you're still hanging on. <laughs> Just let her go. Well, let's hear from everybody out there. Uh, shout out to the stream teamers for joining us live here for the second time today. Appreciate that. Uh, let us know in the comments below who won the trade. What do you think of the Blazers' next moves? What do you think they should do with Lillard? What did all this means? Pelicans' chances of making some noise here with this roster, especially if Zion comes back. Hey sound off in the comments we will maybe be back if another trade (laughs) happens here in the next couple hours if not join us tomorrow live at 10 a.m eastern here in the classic factory live on youtube flip that into a podcast as soon as possible to break down tonight's games and any of the big stories and maybe some other trades of course that do happen gonna be a fun week though hopefully i liked it i like how these trades are coming here too oh yeah in the morning sprinkling yeah like each day here a little bit they're not like blockbusters yet. I hope we have one big old blockbuster. That would be fun. Right? Absolutely. Give me a buster. <laughs> I want an unexpected buster though as well. Yeah. Not, not the Simmons Harden one. Oh, you want good. something. I want the crazy one out of left field. All right. Talk yeah. it into existence. What right. crazy I player want, do you want uh, to see get traded here? LeBron. Oh, yeah. LeBron to the Cavs. (laughs) Okay, guys. So, uh, yeah, we'll either be back here if there's another emergency podcast or another trade calling for it. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Take care.